Welcome to Meta Moments, episode 12. This is recorded at the halfway through the defense setting phase for the beginning of season 43. Um, <clears throat> if this is your first time listening to Meta Moments, this is basically sort of a, a snapshot of the 24 to 48 hours before and, in, uh, and ahead of the PDP meta, mostly GAC, but we may mention TW a little bit. Um, daily-ish, or every couple of days, short-ish, supposed to be less than 10 minutes, um, lots of-ish. And the goal is to post it every day, um, a couple of hours after the daily reset and game, um, which is sort of halfway through the, um, the phase of GAC that we're in at the time. So. Let's get started. We haven't actually had any attacks yet. Don't have any data yet. This episode is focused primarily on datacrons. So this is not going over every datacron and what's good, bad, or whatever about them. There's a lot of fantastic videos and content out there. One of my favorites is Sanjita, or I like to think of him as music is coming soon, song, ETA, or when is music coming? Anyway, um, Great guy and great videos. Uh, obviously, Zareth puts out videos. Arnold um, SoloBase has a very nice little spreadsheet, or not spreadsheet, but like infographic that he puts in the Discord. Um, Scribe, Tasnit. I mean, there's a bunch of different people that put out excellent content for that. What we're focused on here is interactions that I think are particularly important that. I've either heard someplace else or I've thought of myself, um, or little weird interactions that I've not heard of anybody talk about, um, but I guarantee you are going to be used in competitive GAC, scene, matches, etc. So let's get started. The first thing I want to talk about is a little bit of TW activities. There's been some arena testing, um, but we're now like halfway, more than halfway through the TW attack phase, so I've seen a few different videos. Um, and man, Rex and Phoenix are destroying a bunch of different teams, GLs included. That's pretty cool. This is in fives though, so not so applicable to the upcoming season. Um, Jedi Knight Cal Kestis, his level nine is fantastic. Uh, Sabine is, is nice, but it means you don't have Rex's level nine. And again, I think Sabine in threes is not so good. It's mostly a fives thing. Uh, the clone basic damage stacking. Oi, 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 the clones are moving like crazy. That is incredible in fives. Again, we'll see what happens in threes. Um, but definitely a lot of uh, damage stacking potential with set 10. So now let's look at threes here for the next few minutes. I have a section of notes here before I get started. Ah, I will take a drink of my enormous gin and tonic. My wife is on a rare business trip, so usually the evenings I spend um, chatting with her, hanging out, whatever. And now this evening, I had all to myself, so I've spent the last hour going over my defense a lot more than I normally do. I know three or two at least of my opponents in my current round are listeners to the podcast. So I'm not going to talk about my defense. I'm only going to talk about <laughs> Datacrons. Um, 
to me, the one that I've seen fewest people talk about, but is incredibly powerful in threes, is the Wookiee level six, where they stun whenever they, they stun the target that's unresistible um, whenever they use a special. So this is the same thing that Galactic Republic had back in set one or two, I think, set one. This is incredibly powerful. So think of the Wookiees that exist in the game. You have obviously uh, 3PO, Chewbacca and 3PO, and Chewbacca. Those are going to be used in threes everywhere. They both have quite a few specials and great specials too. Um, Vandar Chewbacca can sort of spam his special. You have veteran smuggler Chewbacca. Decent, probably not as easy to use, but still with an unresistible, unavailable stun. Not too bad. Tarful. I really, I'm not seeing, I think Tarful, his level 9 is better, and you want the defense stacking level 6 for him. But, at the, at, with the amount of Wookiees that we have in the game, and how they can be spread out, and the fact you only need Relic 3 to use this level 6, that is an incredibly powerful tool. I think primarily on offense, but could be good on defense too. That, to me, is the best, single best ability out of the entire uh, set. Of course, the Phoenix ones are very cool. We'll talk about that in a minute, sort of at the end, actually. Um, I want to explain how the Phoenix work. I think a lot of people don't understand the interactions, how you can get sort of an endless TM loop. Um, protection up as a level three makes the Padme team great, even better. You'll stack more courage and kill more on your opening blow, especially powerful in threes. That's a really, really good one to have, at least one or two up. Um, Jedi with a foresight damage stacking level six. Um, there's not that many Jedi who generate foresight. Of course, you know, you have uh, Jim K. That's an obvious one. That'll make sure that you can kill Java teams even without the 5% offense stacking from set eight. Just stack foresight on JMK and probably Mace or something like that, and you'll make sure you can kill Java. Um, then you have Kenobi, of course, the two Yodas. So they're going to be quite valuable. You'll eventually get 100% damage on the Jedi with the Foresight. So pretty cool. Qui-Gon Jinn, of course. Um, for clones, the level 6 stacking is nice in threes. I mean, there's some potential there, but it's way more powerful in fives. But still in threes, you, I mean, it's good for like Hunter, Tech, Echo versus Radis, you know? Um, but probably better versus Radis is the clone no revive, because that makes sure once you kill Radis, you know, Jin can't bring him back. So at the very least, the cleanup is much easier. So I think maybe having one of those would be good. And when you have the speed up on, on basic, um, well, for the, well, you get it on Hunter, which is probably the most important. Anyway, there's some, you, you can use a couple of things for, for the level three, but I think the no revive is good for Bad Batch versus Radis. Uh, let's see. Um, Talking just briefly about teams who are losing their set eight that are quite powerful. I think Starkiller, he's still going to be it is still going to be a fantastic team. Um, either give it a set ten with some, you know, offense, crit damage, whatever. Or honestly, I think the best one is set nine with the Sith 
level six um, ability block because then you can use it against Ray just so easily. She's never going to whirlwind. Um, and she'll always have a debuff on her to make sure she deals less damage. Uh, really, that's that's the way to go, I think, in my mind. That just makes Starkiller continually great against all versions. Well, 95% of the versions of Ray teams. Um, for the other teams like Tuscans and Separatists, just bulk them up a bit. You know, give them a dark side 15%. And just let them be good teams. Um, It'll still take some strong teams to beat. I think probably Trench is losing the most. Uh, a bit the Tuscans also, but they're still both very good teams. Like in Fives, for instance, they're still doing most of what they did in TW, for example, with no Omicrons involved. Um, so quite good. To close this out, the last thing I want to talk about is the Phoenix interaction. So with Hera, Kanan, and Ezra, you have an unlimited TM generation um, if you have somebody attacking you occasionally. And that, you, you need to have the Zetas on all of them. By itself, this is not great, but with the stacking offense on specials, this is fantastic. So essentially, um, when Kanan gives Foresight, uh, with especially gives for foresight uh, to whoever. When that foresight expires, that unit gets 50% turn meter. Um, Hera can reduce cooldowns with her ability. Um, and Kanan or Ezra can call Hera, because she's support, to give her an Ezra turn meter. Effectively, you have a TM spamming or a special spamming engine with these three. And if you have the level 6 Phoenix where they gain 10% offense, offense on specials, as long as these Foresights are expiring, it's better if you're getting attacked so they expire more quickly, but they'll expire by themselves after, I think, two turns. Um, and they still generate the turn meter when they expire. Um, you can also couple this with the level 3 that... Um, and if you have Terra's level 9, where whenever a ally gains protection, I believe it is, she gains foresight. And the level, they have a level three where, um, whenever you get, I forget, what's it called here? Let me pull it up real quick. The level three is when they get a buff, they recover 2% health and protection. Well, Phoenix are getting buffs like crazy. So you have an amazing arrogating foresight who loses it, gets 50% turn meter. Like the loop here is just insane. It is better in fives, but in threes, you can ramp up a lot. It's very, very, very cool. You cannot put it on auto, obviously, because AI is not smart, but keep that in mind. It's a very handy tool. I'm now at 11 and a half minutes, so way longer than I intended. I hope this is helpful for you guys. Good luck with your defense, and I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Cheers, good luck.